0: Welcome to the Wrestling's Fake Right Podcast. This is your host, Gary Brown. And today, we're going to have a real informal structured podcast. What we're going to talk about today is really just the road going towards the next pay-per-view, which is Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, to me, is now solidified as a top five pay-per-view and it used to be the big four you had your Wrestlemania obviously Survivor Series SummerSlam and Royal Rumble were the bookends to each of the quarters throughout the year and those were the quarterly pay-per-views that really culminated storylines but I think that this year is really solidifying money in the bank as let's kick off the road to SummerSlam and this is this is going to be a proving ground for a lot of guys and gals that are in those matches. In the last couple of weeks, we've had qualifying matches for this pay-per-view. Both Raw and SmackDown aired from across the pond in the UK this week. Uh so we didn't get to feel that live atmosphere as it was live, so they do the the taping out in the United Kingdom, and then the results are posted obviously by people that were at the event, and then it later airs what i 'd like to see going forward is maybe you you do air it live and and you either put that on the network and then uh, we 're able to see it on USA later for the american version that 's all going ahead and and kind of off topic with regards to money in the bank but on these two shows this week, we had qualifying matches and we had developments in storyline. The most impactful storyline to me is still going to be Big Cass and Daniel Bryan. What are we doing here? Uh, Big Cass is is really just trying to come back from injury and and prove that he is uh, a top player on both, on the main roster, and Daniel Bryan is still trying to get his footing. I'd like to see them do a couple more bouts and then uh, move on from each other. The next top storyline here, both of these storylines being from SmackDown, is... Are, am I the only one that could be exhausted from Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles going at it? They're going to have their fifth match at Money in the Bank uh, against each other in the last t- three months, two, three months. And before this, it was built up at WrestleMania to be this you know dream match. That didn't necessarily live up to expectations, but we realized that that was going to be the start of a storyline, not the culmination of a storyline. But now, I just don't know how many times I can see people kick each other in the nuts. This last episode was a really great um, use of the heel atmosphere for Shinsuke Nakamura. He acted like he got kicked in the nuts to distract the ref, and then ultimately got the one-up on AJ Styles, so he controls the destiny of the stipulation for their money-in-the-bank matchup. Outside of the ring, we saw another Money in the Bank matchup made here for Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. They weren't even in the WWE Universe when they made this matchup. They were out at a uh, PR event with NBC Universal. Some cameras caught an interaction of Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey where Nia Jax, the champion, challenges uh, the baddest woman on the planet. For a title match at Money in the Bank. Uh, I think this is really silly. um, For Ronda Rousey to get a title shot this early. I mean obviously Nia Jax is going to just obliterate her right. I mean she has the experience. She's got the size. She is the champion. And she made the challenge. Obviously she's going to be more confident than someone in their second match ever. Going for the WWE Raw Women's Championship One thing I liked about this was, let's keep wrestling alive outside of the ring. Let's do this more often. Let's go to other segments of entertainment and still be the characters. If you think back to the '80s, Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan wherever he was. It wasn't like John Cena is doing right now, where he's in movies and he's doing the Today Show, and he's and then when he comes back to the ring, then he's you know the All American John Cena. Sorry to break it to you, the what they call in the business as kayfabe or you know keeping it as make believe. That is, you know, dead. Nowadays, and I'd love to see that brought back for the Big Bang Theory fans out there. We had a wrestling outside of wrestling moment. If you saw the episode where it featured Teller as Amy's father uh, of Penn and Teller and actually uh, my fiance Erica notices. She said it's really weird that he's still keeping up that character that, you know, doesn't talk well this is wrestling outside of wrestling this is his character his brand is that he doesn't talk now eventually during the episode he does say one word which i you know did not like i wish that he would have kept up the kayfabe if you will but wrestling outside of wrestling is entertainment we had a real sh- a real long podcast with the interview last week with uh, Jason Zoblin, so I'm going to keep this one real short just to try and keep your attention, keep you on your toes. My name is Gary Brown. I'm the host of the Wrestling's Fake Right Podcast. I'm a mortgage broker and real estate investor in Southeastern PA. If you have comments or concerns about this podcast, please leave a comment below on the Facebook post that you found it. You are the true listeners. We care about you. Enjoy yourself.